Hi, and welcome back to Dr. Colbert's podcast. I'm Mary Colbert. And I'm Don. Hey there. I want to just start this off with the promises of God. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for our sin condemn sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh but they that are after the spirit the things of the spirit We are faith people. Don and I are faith people. We recognize that we are spirit more than we are flesh. But God has us in the ministry of educating you and teaching you to bring this flesh to its ultimate place that God meant to restore it back to health. But also the scripture right after that, it says, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So we choose to have life and peace and not death. Yes. And that's what happens when we meditate on God's word. How often day and night is the key. But we're talking about estradiol today. And I want people to know, Don, it is not like you and I have not walked through the fire of the enemy, of lies and darts. We have lived a life, you and I have so many testimonies. Yeah, you're going to be telling your testimony in a minute. Right, but, wow, but we, have, we, we have, have stories of victory. God does not want us to be a victim. He wants us to have a testimony of victory. Absolutely right. And so we've walked through some of these things. Well, that's I just why, want you to know. That's why I call estrogen a double-edged sword, because yes, estrogen is needed. That's the female hormone. But you're going to learn there are three main estrogens today. And I talk about it in my book, The Hormone Zone. But estrogen can also fuel breast cancer. That's why you've got to be real careful. It can fuel ovarian cancer. It can fuel uh, uterine cancer. So we've got to be careful with this. And this is one I treat very cautiously. And after 50, I check my women's mammograms every year because one in eight women will get breast cancer according to uh, the stats here in the U.S. One in eight. That's a lot. That's a lot of women. So we don't want to miss that because, again, uh, we want to be smart. We want to be wise as serpents, yet tender as doves. So let's talk about estrogen. There's three types. Remember, there are three hormones that fall like dominoes. The first one is testosterone around age 40. The second is progesterone, that, wo- that wonderful hormone that helps you sleep women gives you a beautiful head of hair that keeps you from being irritable and grumpy. It makes you sweet. I call it the sweetness hormone. And then the third one that falls at age 50 almost always is estradiol. Now, estradiol is that real important hormone in a woman. It's what makes a woman a woman. It's what gives a woman the natural curves, the round hips, the nice perky breasts, the uh, muscle tone, the elasticity of the skin. Uh, the supple skin, the thick, shiny, beautiful hair, the happy mood, 
and the strong memory. That estrogen is, it helps memory tremendously, even in men. That's why when men's estrogen goes, their memory usually goes. That's why it's critically important to have a little bit of estrogen in men. Now listen, a strange thing happens, women. When women and men, husbands, couples, come to see me at age 50 and I check their hormones, usually men's estrogen, estradiol level, is higher than their wives. Mm-hmm. And many times, uh, now the men's testosterone is, is starting to go down, but when the testosterone goes down in men, the estrogen goes up. Interesting That's thing. why you can look at couples who are in their 70s and 80s, yeah, because and you then, can't yeah. tell which is the male and which is the female. Oh, yeah, we've had you sit and look at them and you go, <laughs> who's the man and who's the woman at that point? Because they look like each other, well, and yeah. it's because of the hormones. You don't tell the picture of the couple we no. saw that were in their 80s. <laughs> <laughs> they look just they look like twins. One was a man, one was a woman. They're a couple have been married fifty years. They look just alike. The two and you, you were sitting across the table, Mary, which one do you think is the man? <laughs> And which they both had breasts. <laughs> they both had no curves. They both they had both hair. had face hair. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. But anyway, let's talk about estradiol. This is the hormone that makes a woman a woman. It was dominant in your childbearing years. Now, what happens though? A strange thing happens. When you reach that magical age, women, right around 50, uh, that estradiol takes a nosedive. And then this other estrogen called estrone uh, starts to dominate. We call this the old lady estrogen, or what I prefer to call it, the elderly estrogen. And it's the main estrogen in women after menopause. Now, it doesn't cause the nice round curves and all that we see, the round hips, you know, the uh, soft skin, but this is what this estrogen causes. This estrogen uh, causes sagging breast. You see the saggy breast, the, the flapjack breast, the, uh, the, the back bulges that start to, you start forming uh, fat, you know, uh, in your back where your bra line is. That's, that's the back fat. That's the estrone. It causes sagging skin, the obesity, the irritability, the poor memory. It also will raise the uh, bad cholesterol, increases the risk for breast cancer and heart disease. This is that old lady estrogen or the elderly estrogen that predominates. Now, the third estrogen is estriol, which I use all the time in my women. I love this estrogen. It's a minor player. It's, it's uh, much weaker than estradiol. But this estrogen actually comes from the placenta and is a pregnancy estrogen that increases storage of fat for breastfeeding. And you say, it's going to make me fat. No, we use small amounts. And it actually, it doesn't cause breast cancer. It's weaker and it actually helps protect women against breast cancer. But it also helps maintain the collagen in the skin. Because after age 50 women, generally, when you go through menopause, Within five years, you start to lose about 30% of your collagen. Collagen, when you don't have enough collagen, guess what appears right behind it? Wrinkles, sagging skin, crepey skin. That's collagen. That's why we use our hydrolyzed collagen to support collagen. It literally breaks down that proline, hydroxyproline, glycine, and helps restore your collagen. But also our estriol wrinkle cream. So many of my patients get this estriol wrinkle cream. They put it on their face and neck and back of their hands every day. 
and it cre- and it actually helps uh, support healthy collagen. Now we have to, you know, we're all going to get old, but we don't have to age. <laughs> right. We we fight aging, and again, I practice age management medicine. And one thing women hate are wrinkles. Well, we have, we have something that helps to uh, prevent most wrinkling, and that's simply the co- hydrolyzed collagen from the chicken collagen, as what now other bovine will help also, but also the estrol wrinkle cream, but also special lasers like the BBL and a special diet. You know, sugar ages your skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that excessive carbs, carbohydrates, and starches ages your skin. You know, fried, deep fried food, those French fries, yes, they age your skin. You know what helps your skin tremendously? Olive oil, living foods, a lot of veggies, a lot of salads with olive oil on it, a lot of berries. Berries are so good for you and healthy meats that are not deep fried. You know, one time, Don, years ago, when you first started uh, teaching this to the people, I had a a rhema revelation one day. I remember the Spirit of God just speaking to me and said, Mary, you are a living being because I was your worst patient. And um, I remember him just imparting into me, Mary, you are a living being and a living being should put in living food. If you put in more dead food than you do living food, death produces death, but life produces life. And I just remember thinking, whoa, my diet was way more dead food. Right. And no wonder I was in so many struggles. And it's like life produces life. So then I made that paradigm shift. I eat more salads, ate more berries, less carbs that are processed foods of men, uh, from man. I started making sure that the meats I ate were the organic meat, not the processed with all the chemicals in it. And I just began really just refocusing on what was coming into me. Is it living or is it dead? Exactly. Because I want to choose life. The Word of God even says that. Choose life. Right. So, again, we're talking about estradiol. But, again, women, what happens simply is when you hit that magical age of 50, there's a shift that occurs. Generally speaking, most women stop, gradually stop producing estradiol, the wonderful estrogen with all the beneficial side effects, and start producing the old lady estrogen or the estrone that has all of those terrible side effects that you don't want. Now, what I, we used to do back years ago, most every doctor would put women on uh, Primarin. Primarin comes from pregnant mare's urine or pregnant horse's urine. It's a, it's a hormone co- that actually comes from mares or horses that are usually in Canada, and they take the urine and they synthesize a pill. Now, that doesn't sound very good, taking a pregnant horse's urine pill, because it's an equine estrogen. And as an equine estrogen, many women start taking that, and they start to gain a lot of weight, especially in their hips and thighs. Equine estrogen is going to cause you to be, many times, big as a horse. Okay? I know that's part of where I remember you telling us that Primarin, which was a main uh, hormone, a synthetic hormone that well, doctors comes from would horses prescri- urine. Yeah, and that's still one of the key hormones they recommend. And people wondered why the women's rear ends began <laughs> looking like a horse. So you take a horse's urine. hormone and you'll look like a I'm horse. I'm telling you, it's like that was revelation to me. I was like, but Don't what do has it. happened is the the Women's Health Initiative was a double blind placebo control study back in 1993, 
And what they did is they compared in the Women's Health Initiative, they compared the effect of synthetic hormone replacement using Premarin, which was their estrogen from pregnant horses' urine, and Prempro, which is estrogen plus progesterone, but is synthetic progesterone or Provera. And they wanted to see its effect on cancer, heart disease, and osteoporosis. Well, in July of 2002, the estrogen and progesterone study was stopped early because the data showed an increased risk of heart disease heart or heart attack, cancer, and stroke and blood clots in women taking the synthetic hormone replacement. Now, what happened then is most doctors immediately quit prescribing hormones. Well, thank goodness they were prescribing the wrong hormones. They threw the baby out with the bathwater. Yes, but what happened too is those good doctors prescribing bioidentical hormones also stopped because they thought they were causing harm. And what happened, we had a health catastrophe on our hands. We had women suddenly with no estrogen, with no progesterone, going through horrible menopausal symptoms, and then what happened, another study which came out in 2013 estimated that somewhere between 18,000 and 91,000 women died in the 10 years that follow, followed the abrupt, almost complete cancellation of estrogen replacement therapy from diseases that could have been prevented by hormone replacement, like osteoporosis. I remember being in that conference when the doctors right. got up there and they had a slide in front of us. And the man stood up and he said, I want to show you what has happened to women who have de now developed heart disease, diabetes, and all these diseases between the time of that Women's Health Initiative announcing until that certain day. And he goes, will you look at this graph? And folks, it was like a graph that went straight through the roof of women's diseases being formed because they threw out the baby with the bathwater. Now, they had another arm of the study that just used Primarin in those women who had had a hysterectomy. And they found that the uh, estrogen-only part of the study showed only a, showed a 23 to 33% decrease in breast cancer compared with controls. In other words, people on just the estrogen, even though it was Primarin, had a 23 to 33% decrease in breast cancer. But what they found, some of the problems with this study, one, one of the uh, facts was the estrogen hormone used was Primarin, which is a equine estrogen. Another unfortunate fact was the women in the study were 10 to 20 years past menopause. The average age was 63. And the third fact was the estrogen, which was Primarin, was given orally which is the least effective way to deliver estrogen into the body. And when you take in oral estrogen, you increase your risk of high blood pressure, of blood clots, and of weight gain, belly fat. So again, it was administered the wrong way. You give estrogen best in cream, in patch, or in pellet form. But what we're talking about is estrogen is a double-edged sword. After this study, many doctors quit prescribing hormones, and women went into a hormonal limbo. Mm -hmm. Now we have sorted this out. So what has happened is, like I say, estradiol can be a double-edged sword. We know estrone, the other estrogen, the elderly lady or the old lady estrogen, is definitely a problem. But high normal estradiol levels can cause problems in women, like dysfunctional uterine bleeding, which is heavy, painful periods. Uh, it can also cause severe menstrual cramps, fibrocystic breast disease, 
return of periods and postmenopausal women. It also fuels many GYN problems like fibroids. So many women will start on estradiol, and their fibroids will get big. They'll grow, and they'll bleed and cause a lot of pain, and they have to have a hysterectomy. Or it'll, it'll uh, fuel endometriosis, and it, and it also fuels female cancers like breast cancer. That's why we've got to be real careful with estradiol. It'll fuel a breast cancer. Now, it doesn't cause it, but it fuels it. An ovarian, it'll fuel an ovarian cancer and a uterine cancer. So that's why Yeah, I, because the one thing people need to know, their bodies are making cancer cells every day. Our bodies produce cancer cells, and I didn't know that. Everybody who's healthy, even, you know, you're just sitting here and you're healthy and you've never had cancer. Well, your body produces healthy, uh, I mean, cancer cells because of your food, your diet, and things and chemicals you're taking in. But if a person with a healthy immune system, the body gobbles it up and it never produces a tumor or anything. Your body's healthy immune system should be attacking these cancer cells and destroying them. So if you're taking something like this, it could flip it and make a... Make it grow. Well, let me tell you some stories about estrogen because I've seen thousands of women. I've had them on estrogen, estradiol, or estriol. I don't use estrone. But let me just give you a story about a 45-year-old woman that came to see me about five years ago. This lady had had a hysterectomy, and right after her hysterectomy, she started having severe hot flashes and night sweats. And they, of course, put her on the Primarin and the uh, other meds, which are horrible, didn't help her at all. And she started having to take high doses of uh, antidepressants. And she got severely depressed and severely suicidal. So she came to me, and the first thing I asked, well, uh, okay, you, when did you have your hysterectomy? Well, I had it like uh, two years ago. How long have you been on these meds? Two years. How do you feel? Horrible. I said, well, let's get your hormones checked and balanced. We checked her hormones, and, of course, they were in the pits. So what I find in hysterectomized women, I had to get a mammogram. Mammogram was negative. So I said, you, what works the best for a woman with a hysterectomy is the hormone pellets, estradiol, testosterone, and then progesterone. You say, wait, she doesn't need progesterone. She had a hysterectomy. Progesterone helps these women sleep. It helps boost serotonin levels. It helps them with the hair. She, had, she lost quite a bit of hair, too. Not only that, Don, but women as we age— I know if you laugh or you sneeze, your bladder leaks. Oh, yeah. You know, and so bladder leakage with women. That's from having kids. Yeah. From having children. Mm. But and you, from having a watermelon sitting on the bladder, which is belly fat. All right. of that belly fat sits on the bladder and causes it to leak. Just put a, put a watermelon in a hot water bottle. So, okay, when you, but, so when you sneeze or laugh or get too tickled, you, you yeah. know, you're leaking. But testosterone takes care of that. That is what is amazing, Don. Sure. The testosterone completely turned that around for me. Right. I was like, I was like, I'd get tickled and sneeze or whatever. And I thought, oh, boy, you know, um, but not anymore. Absolutely uh, The right. bladder liquid is gone. But totally. again, what's so neat is we can usually fix that with a little testosterone cream. You can uh, rub it on the uh, right here, right at the antecubital fossa where they draw blood or behind mm -hmm. your knee. Or some women need a little bit right there by the urethra, just a little bit every other day. Is or a pellet. You do or a pellet. pellet. But what happened with this lady? She came in. I had all the blood work. I had the mammogram. I said, okay, let's just go in another room. Let's just put your pellets in, and let's get you out of this. Let's use our big tow truck. So I went ahead and put her pellets in. Within seven days, they couldn't believe it. 
They said something crazy has happened. She's no longer depressed. She's no longer suicidal. All hot flashes gone. Absolutely amazing. Now, this lady's up north. I'm in Florida. And so literally every three and a half to four months, they fly down. They've been doing this for five years. And they said, it is because I've gotten my life back. Doctors here will not do it. They're afraid of estrogen. They're afraid of testosterone. They're afraid of progesterone. They, even though these are bioidentical, natural hormones, they won't do it. This gave this lady her life back, and she is ecstatic. And, and I've got story after story. Another lady that I saw had, uh, was obese. She was about 50 pounds overweight. She had fibroids. So she says, doctor said, I can't have estrogen, but I have the worst hot flashes of anyone. And she was like uh, around 59 or 60. Horrible hot flash. They won't put me on anything because it causes uh, fibroids to grow. She had horrible arthritis in her knees, could, could barely walk, was, uh, you know, just kind of hobbling around, just in horrible pain. Well, real simple, what I did, because she had real low testosterone levels, no estrogen, no progesterone, but she still had her uterus and had fibroids. I couldn't use a lot of estrogen. She needed a little because I got to turn her fiber. I got to turn her hot flashes, night sweats off. So I just used a little teeny bit of a pellet that wouldn't make the fibroids grow. Put on a little more testosterone because I know that's anti-inflammatory for that arthritis, and also put her on my keto diet, a healthy keto diet with lots of olive oil and avocado oil, not with all the butter and cream and cheese and coconut oil. And we didn't put her on the junk meats, no fatty meats, no sausage and bacon and hot dogs and junk like that. But put her on, you know, just healthy lean meats like chicken and turkey and fish and eggs, uh, pastured eggs. And she literally lost weight. Her hot flash is totally gone. But what was amazing, her arthritis, her pains were gone within six months. Now, I did put her on a little supplement, our collagen, for the knees because it supports healthy cartilage. Amazing. She started taking the scoop twice a day, and literally, hot flashes gone, no enlargement of fibroids. I still I do her mammograms every year. That was like five years ago. Mammograms are all normal. Her fibroids not growing at all. She's happy and healthy, and she lost the 50 pounds. And so, again, these are success stories. Now, that's pellets. Most women don't need pellets. I can usually bring those hormone levels to a nice, healthy level with creams. With And I, uh, a lot of women over 60, I don't like to use estradiol. I'll use estriol, and we'll use it usually uh, two or three days a week applied to the labia, or we can, and or we can use some wrinkle cream, and that helps so many women. And then we use our progesterone, micronized progesterone capsules at nighttime. Women sleep great. And then some testosterone cream. That's it. It's that simple. I am so excited, Don. You know, Don, you're so full of so much information. And I know that for a lot of people, this is the first time they've even heard any of this presented in a positive way. Um, They need to get a hold of your book, The Hormone Zone. And, you know, this podcast is being brought to you by drcolbert.com. Please go to our website and take a look at all of the resources we have available to you. And I'd like to just encourage you to get a hold of my book, The Five Principles of Faith. This is a true story in my book, The Five Principles of Faith. I share um, real life, true stories that have happened to me and Don that we have walked through by applying these five principles of faith. And I really want to encourage you to do that because when you 
apply these principles along with the natural. You do the spiritual with the natural. It is amazing what happens. I'm telling you, it works. You know, today, with the advancement in science, there is no reason anyone should die of breast cancer anymore. I'm just telling you, in the natural, there's no reason women should die of breast cancer. When they hear that word, you've got cancer, I just want to encourage you right now listening. If you ever hear that word, I want you to immediately say, God can answer. Instead of hearing the word cancer, I want you to hear the word can answer. God can answer because he can. He has answers, and it's very encouraging. I'm not giving you false hope. You uh, you can absolutely be given this horrible diagnosis and still live a very healthy and strong life. Um, three years ago, I, I, you know, I've been Don's greatest challenge in everything he has ever done. Amen. <laughs> um, you know, I have been his resistance that have made his muscles strong. <laughs> if I couldn't convince Mary, I couldn't. She says, you can't convince a page, you can't convince me. That's because, you know, God just made me the way I am. And I'm not going to apologize at for headed for it anymore because this hard-headedness can be used for his good i've just got to learn where to submit it and so i'm having to walk through that just like everybody else but anyway uh, i was tickling my grandson and i he he kicked me in my left breast yeah because i was playing with him and tickling him and i thought oh man he really whopped me and so a month later, I felt something on the top of my left breast that felt like a little pea, like the size of a BB. And I felt that under the skin, and I thought, oh, man, that must be where he kicked me, and I've got some scar tissue. And I uh, talked to Don about it, and he felt it. He goes, yeah. I said, get a he mammogram, goes, get a mammogram. Well, no, at, not at that point. You, did. you can, you know, that may be it. Let's just wait and see, you know, because— There was no reason in the natural force to think anything different. So about two or three months later, it just felt like that little pea was just getting a little bit bigger. And I said to Don, I said, Don, feel this. He goes, okay, I want you to go get a mammogram. I said, okay, we'll do that as soon as we get back to Texas. Because we go two weeks here and two weeks in Texas flip-flopping. And I thought... There's, I like Baylor White and Scott there in Texas and um, the Baylor, people Scott there. Yeah, they're wonderful. Hospital. Hospital. So I said, when I get back, I'll go get one. I'm, I'm due of one anyway. So I went and I drove myself over there and the radiologist, you know, I'll never forget. You know, I said, my son, my grandson kicked me here. I'm pretty sure it's scar tissue, but let, we're just wanting to rule it out. And I'll never forget, you know, the man came around real somber and that look on his face. He had this somber look. look. And he goes, uh, Mrs. Colbert, I don't think this is scar tissue. Um, we're going to have to refer you over to. And he's talking and my head just started spinning like, what? What is he saying? What is this man implying? And I remember it was the longest drive back to my husband's office because now he was on the phone talking to Don and uh, talking to Don. And I walked in the office and he goes, Mary, he goes, listen, just look at me. This is nothing. This is going to be nothing. Just trust me on this. Okay, we're going to you're going to be fine. 
So I'm like, okay, but I believe in doing due diligence. I believe having done all, folks, you do all, do all on your part. You know, I believe in faith. I stand in faith, but I also believe there's partnership in the natural with God. Uh, he will, he will not do what you can do. And that's what I have found out. What you can do, he will not do. So I was like, you know, I'm going to do all my part and, you know, investigate this. So we went over and uh, they biopsied it. And they, this was around Christmas time. And we were at a friend's office, a, a medical friend of ours. We were He's over at his office. We, we were just over at his office visiting. And the doctor was a friend of his. And he found me over there and called in and put me on speakerphone. And he said, uh, I hate to tell you this, but Mary, you have cancer. It came back positive. And I just remember looking at Don and just going, this is surreal. This is not happening to me. And I went silent. I just remember thinking, I never said a word. I just went silent. And we got in the car and Don was silent too, because his head was spinning as well. And I remember looking at Don and I just shouted out, this is a lie. I do not have cancer. This is a lie. From, Don, I'm telling you, this is a lie from the pit of hell. I do not have cancer. And I mean to tell you, I had a knowing that I knowing that the devil was trying to give me a bad report. And I just, I just stood. Now, Don is going to have to stand on the medical practical side of things. He's a faith man, but he's like, well, Mary, you know, I agree with you, but there are some things we're going to walk through with this. And you're, you know, we're going to have to do this. So we went back to Florida and he goes, I'm going to send over all this testings. You know, they did this die in me and all this stuff and they sent it over and they got the results back and well, they did the biopsy the biopsy, biopsy yeah. and they did that uh, radioactive thing that came back you know uh in the breast stuff that dye they shot that dye thing in me and it came well, back yeah they did the mri yeah whatever and so um i we were back in florida and we called this breast surgeon group because don goes i want you to do the brecken this is a simple little technique it'll just kill the cancer it's a new technique and you're perfect for this blah 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 so well, it's I, a brachytherapy where you insert a little tiny radiation after the surgery and that way you don't have to go through any uh major beam radiation yeah afterwards. it's a real yeah. simple brand new therapy for people and he goes you're going to be a great and candidate. they did it at the hospital uh there here in florida right so i called the press i'm telling you all this because folks we've walked through this and the uh, surgeon's group called back the nurse. You know, I said, my husband's wanting me to do the brachytherapy. He really thinks I'd be good for this. And she goes, oh, no. They've looked at yours, Mary. Your no, MRI. Your, your MRI. No. Listen, you're going to have to have a double mastectomy. You're going to have to go. Whatever it's called. <laughs> you're going to have to go through uh, chemotherapy and radiation, uh, chemo for at least a year. I got to tell you, folks, I felt the room spinning. The words were going in my head and I was thinking, this mm -hmm. is not happening to me. I, I, this cannot be. And I remember getting off the phone and the, the room was spinning, literally spinning. Cause it was, I know that feeling folks. I know that feeling. And the first thing that came out of my mouth is God can answer. God, I know you got an answer here. I just don't believe that that is really what you are going to require of me. But if it is, 
I'll walk through it because I know I'm a, I am healed and I am going to live and I'm not going to die. I'm going to live a long life. You've promised me with long life shall you satisfy me. So this is not my end. This is not my end. And I mean, I just began immediately speaking back. Uh, my trust is in you. It's not in man. It's not in a doctor. My trust is in you. And if you require me to walk through the fire, you're going to walk through it with me. I know that. But I'll do whatever you advise me to do. So a girlfriend was there and she came out and saw the look on my face. And she says, Mary, what's going on? And I just told her, I said, man, I just got a, a diagnosis that is just from the pit of hell. And I told her, and she looked at me, stepped back, and she took her hand and hit me in the breast, my left breast. Hit me, Where the cancer me. was, right where, where the, can the cancer was. Slap me. Like Smith Wigglesworth used yeah, to do. Yeah, she slapped me, and she ago. goes, that is nothing, nothing, nothing. And I started, man, it broke my that heaviness spirit that was gripping me. And I stepped back, and I started laughing because nobody ever hit me in the breast. And I thought, this woman is hilarious. And I started belly laughing. And I said, I agree with you. It's nothing. It's nothing. So anyway, I said, Don, I want to go back to Baylor, Scott and White. I'm not letting these people here at Florida Hospital touch me. This is a lie. I'm sorry. No respect to them. but No disrespect. Disrespect. I'm not. They're not. I do not. I got to get a second opinion. And folks, let me just tell you something. As a medical doctor's wife, there is nothing wrong with getting a second opinion. You get a bad report, don't accept that first report. You need to get it verified because the devil's a liar. So we're in the plane flying over Gulf of Mexico, and I'm looking out over the plane, and I'm just meditating on the Word of God and His promises, and all of a sudden I heard him say, now this doctor in Texas is going to give you a good report. I'm like, well, praise God. And I turned to Don and I told him what I just heard. And he said, and I'm so glad, he said he remembered just looking back at me and thinking, my poor pitiful wife, she has no idea what she's headed into. And I'm so glad he didn't. He did not Amen. say a word. I he held his tongue. tongue. Yes, he bit I did. his tongue. I did not want to speak, nope. speak any unbelief. He was not going to speak unbelief and death and curse me. He was not going to do that. So we, we go over to the doctor's office, and it, this is talked about in my book, The Five Principles of Faith. You need to get a hold of my book and get a hold of this and listen to this and read it and meditate on these words from God. And so I, uh, we get over there to meet with this doctor. Now, this is a breast surgeon. He's one of the top yep. in all of Texas. And so uh, Lindsay Roberts, Richard Roberts' wife, my girlfriend, she was going to go with me. Well, she was wringing her hands, and she was holding on to Don's hands. And <laughs> I was sitting in the waiting room, and I remember looking over at the two of them going, what but, is wrong with you two? You know? No, I was standing in faith, too. I was believing oh, God. Oh, you had a look of mourn on your face with her. No, Don, the enemy was really, I could well, see it. Again, I could see after it was that fighting bad you. report, sure. but I was believing. I, was I know you were crying. believing, yep. but you and Lindsay were over there comforting one another. I remember. False, false, false. <laughs> well, disagree, that's what, disagree, Okay, disagree. that's what I looked like. Okay, that's just what it looked like to me. No, it wasn't. It was Lindsay. You were comforting her. So we get into the room, though. And we're sitting there, and that doctor walked in, and he looked at me standing up, and he said, Mary, I have a good report for you. And those were the words, the literal words that came out of his mouth. And he sat down, and he says, Mary, let me just tell you something. If you're going to get breast cancer, you got the one you want to get. Yours is nothing. 
He said, matter of fact, from the biopsy we looked at it, one side of this little pea-sized thing has already started to die. Your immune system is actually killing it. He said, the other side is growing so slow that if we left it in there, it wouldn't double in size in 10 years. He goes, let me tell you what you did. You have overdosed in progesterone. And I looked at him and I said, huh? And he goes, you, you've been doing too much progesterone. I go, well, I thought a little is good. A lot is better. He goes, no. No, he said, you're, he says, this cancer is estrogen receptor positive and progesterone receptor positive, which means that if you take progesterone or estrogen, it will grow. And my wife had been taking lots of progesterone. And Dawn didn't know it. I didn't know she was taking all that. I've told her to stop all that. Well, I was, I, you know, I knew it made your hair thick and made you sleep good. So I thought a little's good, a lot's better. So I'd take six or seven of those capsules at bedtime. And I thought, Lord, I just had to repent for my own ignorance. And I didn't know I was actually hurting myself. So I had to repent. They removed it. Nothing. Been, didn't, been to my mammogram. I'm clean. Well, well, wait, then I have nothing. What happened a year later when you went and got your mammogram, the uh, lady that read it said, I see something here. And so she said, you need an MRI of the breast again. Did the MRI and couldn't find a thing. So you went back to your surgeon. And remember what your surgeon said? Oh, he was so mad. He goes, why did you do another MRI? And I said, well, this lady over here thought, you know, just to be safe, let's make sure this is nothing. It was just scar tissue from where they had removed the little pee. And uh, he looked at me, and he, he got so mad. His face went red. He goes, Mary, you did not have to do that again. You do not have cancer. And I thought, man, I love this man. He's in agreement with me. Well, you got to be careful. That just shows you the doctors you right. go to can speak life or death over you. Right, but she, he took his fingers and rubbed them together, and he goes, she did that for this. And he took his fingers and rubbed it together, money, indi- money. Indi- indicating she just did that to get more money from the insurance industry. He shook his head, and he said, don't you ever go back to her. <laughs> now, what happened a month ago, we went to uh, a different, ultrasound center, or excuse me, mammogram center, got another mammogram, and what was your report? Oh, I'm perfect. I'm perfect. I'm, I am healed. I have nothing. I'm now, not- now, you were supposed to take a, uh, some Arimidex, which was an estrogen blocker, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I do it every now and then. But you were also taking a natural estrogen blocker. Right. And it's our hormone zone. Right. I take that every day. And the every hormone day. zone has DEM in it, which is a broccoli extract. And she was taking the uh, estrogen blocker maybe once every week. And then, but she was taking the hormone zone with DEM, which is uh, made from broccoli and it decreases estrone. And what it helps to do, it shuttles the estrogen down the 2-hydroxy pathway in the liver, which is a protective form, and it lowers the estradiol, which is protective. It's like a natural estrogen blocker. It also has vitamin K2, which is great for circulation and bones. And vitamin D3. I call them the three most important supplements for men and women. Uh, So, again, that's one thing that helped you quite a bit. But that was her story where estrogen Mm -hmm. and progesterone can actually be detrimental to your health. So Mm -hmm. that's why it's so important, women, to find a good doctor, check that mammogram yearly after age 50. And, again, it's so important to take what will help protect you against breast cancer, which is the DIM or the hormone zone. 
Yes. And I'm going to tell you something. I hope this podcast has blessed you, encouraged you. Would you share with five friends about our podcast? I need you to tell at least five people about Dr. Colbert's podcast, because I believe we have answers that will literally change and transform millions of people's lives. But we need you to be a vessel to tell people about it. We can't reach everybody, but we know you can reach your circle of influence. So be sure and share this podcast with family and friends and get this information in their head. Remember, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You could be used as an instrument of an answer for somebody who is struggling in their faith and struggling in their health. But I'm telling you right now, I don't care what you're going through. God has an answer. And we are determined to find that answer the best we know how and to get it to you. Go to drcolbert.com and you can take a look at our website and uh, listen to the podcast. Listen to it two or three times. You may need to listen to it literally two or three times to get it down in you to understand what all he's saying because Don is so full of information. And until next week, God bless you and may you walk in divine health. God bless you.